there. It's Prop Live. Hello. We're in our uh, kitchen or dining room. We're uh, with our cat. Oh, with all our kitty cats. <laughs> Welcome, one and all. Uh, today, Brittany and I will be talking about the basics, getting started with prop and costume making. If you are new to the hobby or thinking about getting into it, looking for that push that you need, then uh, we're here to help you get started. We are, as always, joined by the Prop Tarts in the chat. We're doing this whole thing live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash punished props. Those of you watching live, thanks for joining us. Um, as we go through this delightful topic, I urge you to ask questions in the chat. Uh, just tag at punished props in the chat and we'll see it and we'll do our best to uh, help you out. So, um, yeah. Want to introduce our guest? We'll introduce our guest. Today's guest we have is our cat, Ender. <laughs> also known as Buddha Cat. Buddha Cat, yeah. And the other cat, Willow, is hiding over there. There she goes. Oh, she has a box too. Yeah. yeah. So you've got the whole family today. <laughs> They're, it's funny, they'll follow us wherever we go in the house. Like, they were, they were sleeping in the other room when we were playing Sea of Thieves. We came in here, and they were like, what's going on in the what's going on in the table? Yeah. So now they're here. We got a, a question already. Fisher builds in the chat. It's curious if we should, if someone should start with a prop or a costume to get your beak wet, so to speak. Um, I think it's less important that it's a full proper full costume or whatever and more important that it's something that you're just wicked into yeah yeah that's actually a really good place yeah. to start um what what made you want to start making and how did you get um started with it well for like, me yeah for you yeah for me when uh, i saw things that i wanted out of the fiction that i enjoyed video games mostly um i was like that's a thing i want and uh, I couldn't buy it because it didn't exist. Mm -hmm. No one was making that as a product. I couldn't just go buy it. Um, <laughs> Space City Props is curious while Boot Cat doesn't have any armor. He refuses to wear it. He's just highly uncooperative. There he is. <laughs> um, yeah, so just pick something you're really stoked about. I will say, though, with the, with the, a, uh, an appropriate level of ambition... Uh, and work on something that, even if you don't finish the whole costume, if that's what you dive into, um, pick something that would look good by itself. So, like, a helmet or something. Yeah. Um, so, like, like back in the day, I would make stuff for, like, school sometimes. Uh, like, especially in the younger grades, it was, like, make a diorama of something. And I always had so much fun with that. But that was, like, a finished thing. It was never, like... You know pieces. Yeah. So like, like one of the things you made when you were little was a lightsaber, right? Back in the day. Yes, I yeah. glued a lot of almost all of my dad's large washers together to make a lightsaber. <laughs> What'd you use for glue? Just super glue the whole thing. <laughs> it was more super glue than anything else. That's um, amazing. I kind of wish I still had that abomination. Uh, but yeah, uh, get started jumping into something that you like. And even if you don't make the whole costume, something that you could present. I wouldn't start with a shoe. You might not want to put the shoe up and display that on a wall. But if you want to make an Iron Man costume uh, and you find out that that's a little too ambitious for you, um, at least start with the helmet because if that's the only part you make, mm -hmm. an Iron Man helmet by itself is still yeah. really cool. Still something you could display on the wall and wear. Um, you could wear a... a you know, a tracksuit and an Iron Man helmet, and it'd still be a fun costume. Yeah. 
Yeah, I wonder. Um, I never had a moment where I gonna, didn't. The screen's gonna go black for a second. Right. It's okay, everybody. I, I didn't. Go. I didn't have a moment where I didn't know where to start making that I can think of with cosplay. And I wonder if it's because uh, we went to school uh, for computer art and design, and we learned how to take references and make uh, polygon 3D models off of those. And you, you literally make it like one polygon at a time. So like the idea of starting from something small and then making the full picture, at, maybe that's where we learned mm -hmm. how to do that. Because yeah. it it's very intimidating to look at a final picture. Like when we were in school, they're like, make this. And it's like, ah, you know, I, I have to do it one piece at a time. So I guess this kind of goes into all other fields of creating, not just prop and costume making. Yeah. Like you look at a finished table and you're like, I don't even know where to start with that. Yeah. And it's just... Start with a leg, I Yeah, guess. Yeah, you, <laughs> you really do like start with one one piece of the furniture at a time. Uh, we're going to... I see some questions piling in. We're going to jump on those in just a moment. Before we do that, though, I want to point out, if you're just getting into this, we've set up a website just for you. If you go to punishprops.com, there's a link over here to new to making start here. If you go there, it will set you up with some a free ebook, really great stuff, more free videos, and then links to other resources and of course our books. Um, so yeah, that's if you're just starting from zero, that is the mm -hmm. best place to go to get uh, up to speed as fast as possible. Um, so punishprops.com/newmaker new-maker i'll drop that in the chat but that's if you go to punishprops.com it's the first thing you see that's a great place to get started um king of pixel is curious um he's he, he has this idea that i need the best tools uh to get started um when we got started i just got whatever i needed for that project from harbor freight whatever whatever was cheap so i could get started right away a lot of those tools have lasted five six years by now, I've replaced most of them, but uh, for example, our heat gun finally died. Our did twelve dollar heat gun. Paige, Paige said she was using it yesterday, oh, and it finally died. No, but, I didn't know that. That's all. We're gonna have but, to have a. But, but, we have to have a funeral. Twelve so years sad. or twelve dollars for like six years on the same cheap heat gun. Yeah. that's hard to beat. Well, I don't know if they make them like that anymore. Cause well, we're know, gonna buy. Like, well, now we'll buy a better yeah. one. I want one of the ones that has like the flat back yeah. on it, so it can stand upright. Things you don't realize you you know want until right. after you use the tool for a while. So oh, yeah, so you don't you don't need the best tools, especially if you're getting started. Just buy what you can afford to uh, get started to do the project you're currently working on, and then build your tool library from there. Um, let's see here. And uh, I think that the uh, needing the fancy tools syndrome happens through all kinds of making. So like if you see a really good painter. Or someone who uses like the really fancy markers when they're drawing. They're like, wow, they draw really well. They paint really well. I need exactly what they have to be able to do it. And it's more about learning the shapes and the forms and the and basics. Techniques. Yeah. Yeah. Um, whatever, and practicing. Right. So like the Draw with Jazza channel, he will do challenges where he only uses like cheap crayons from the restaurant. Mm -hmm. And he'll still do a, a very nice engaging drawing. You know, he'll complain all along the way, but... Uh, it's he. This this cat just keeps poking me. It's very distracting. Yeah. Um. Super quick. Where where was the question? Uh. Honest cosplayer said, "How'd you get into cosplay?" Um. Uh. Told the story a million times. Well, I'll give you the quick quick summary. 
in like 2008, I think, 2009, around then, our friends were like, hey, let's dress up uh, as Team Fortress characters and go to PAX. Our friends who had gone to, ah, gone to a lot of, uh, this cat, man, gone to a lot of anime conventions, um, so they, they got us into that. We all dressed up as characters from Team Fortress, we made props and costumes for it, and uh, we went to PAX as a big old group of cosplayers, and it was awesome. Um, so yeah, if you're getting into it, get some friends into it with you, so that you can team up, help one another, and work together. So we uh, have a giveaway today. <laughs> that's cat fur. That's some genuine Buddha cat fur. I'm going to go throw this away. All right. Um, oh, let's see here. Uh, is there going to be a PAX West meetup? That uh, question came to us from Deathbrite. So a couple things. There's going to be a Dragon Con meetup. We are going to be at Dragon Con. We won't be at PAX West. But there's going to be prop tarts at PAX West. There will be. So... In the Prop Tarts group on Facebook, I recommend organizing a meetup. Um, we aren't going to organize it. We won't be there. But you guys can organize yeah. a meetup and take pictures and send tweet pictures to us and everything because I want to see that. But that's on you guys. You, you guys have the West Coast taken care of. We'll handle the East Coast. Good? I'm guessing a Prop Tart bot is probably asleep at work right now. So the probably the commands aren't going to be working in the chat. Let's try but, if, but if someone wants Prop -tart. to... Yeah, if someone wants to link to the that didn't yeah work. yeah the Facebook group for the prop tarts. Um, let's see here, WJK Creations does have a question, but he got the punished pack with all their books in it. Um, he says it's a great resource, very very good. Thank you for buying uh, the product and enjoying it. Um, Death Price says last time it was like four of us at pack, so maybe this time it'll be eight of you. That's awesome. I'll double. Um, so yeah, let, why don't we talk about what tools let's 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 each of us pick two or three tools that a beginner ought to go get mm -hmm. um i'll start with the easy one a rotary tool you can get them crazy cheap on amazon they sell them at harbor freight um you can get a dremel brand one if you want uh, but there are a lot of options out there that are very affordable and just go buy the pack with all the bits in it so that you can experiment and see what you like what, what's a favorite tool for you, Britt? Well, it, it really depends on what, like Bill was saying earlier, um, I think the first thing you do is pick a project, and then you're going to know kind of where you're going to need to dip into. So if your project is like a cool anime costume that's all cloth, I would say a sewing machine. Yep, yep. Uh, that just saves so much time. Like you can hand stitch everything, but it is like a huge time sink. And a sewing machine, we use it, even if I'm making armor, I use it to stitch my um, uh, straps and stuff to Velcro. Mm -hmm. um, a sewing machine, so we have a Dremel tool, a sewing machine. Again, you can find those uh, used on Craigslist for pretty cheap. Yeah, yeah, you don't need um, the fancy stitches. Uh, I think that's where the price goes up on a lot of them. Um, just, like, if you are buying one new, look for one that has good reviews and is durable, but you don't need, like, a digital display. Like, you don't need any of that. Yeah. Um, you'll, if you use it a lot, you'll end up replacing it and that's fine. Um, a good, I'm going to lump together a good knife and a good sharpener. Mm -hmm. So, uh, especially we like using EVA foam. Uh, the, um, the foam dulls knives really fast. So a good, uh, knife and then a sharpener to keep it sharp while you work so that you don't tear your material is a plus all around. Mm -hmm. 
Um, one of the other tools that I like a lot are those see-through rulers. Um, the ones with the metal edges? Yes. So I've used them. I'm going to find a link for this. It is a little deceiving because the ones we got have, um, they're just inches and they're both sides. So like like you could use either side of the ruler, but only one of the sides has metal on you it. Got, you do have to pay so attention. So you have to pay attention or else you're going to be cutting with it and accidentally cut into the plastic. Uh, I don't know if they have ones with metal on both sides. I don't know, but this this is the one I got recently. It's $6.30 and it's worth every yeah. every penny. Yeah, we each have one now. It's it's super nice unless you need a metric. Yeah, it's all it's all imperial, but uh, let's see web browser. This guy right here, Westcott clear plastic grid rulers uh 12 inch 30 centimeters right there. And that is um somewhere on here, see through, see dash through and uh, I can't remember what the like model number of it is, but we'll we'll have a link in the show notes, and I'll drop it in the chat. As I like well. to think how we're affecting the Amazon search things because if you scroll down, it says uh, here. Wait, One second. What are we looking for in uh, Amazon? Uh, so if you scroll down, it says people who bought this also bought the one two three blocks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably you. Could be. Um. Uh, one to three blocks are a really great thing to have too, yeah. uh, for holding down patterns while you cut. Yeah. I wouldn't, many other I wouldn't say that's necessary to get started. No, but they are pretty fantastic. Yeah, I mean, like, like any of the like kind of things you have around the house, like a screwdriver or scissors, like like all of those are also you know helpful. But for working with foam, I think you know a rotary tool, a sharp knife, and you know contact cement. And, and a heat gun, a working heat gun, which I need to pick one of those out on Amazon today. Yeah. Um, and then a cutting mat. Cutting mats are oh, so right. useful. That's Make so sure you true. don't mangle. That means any workspace, like a dining room table, can become your workspace because you won't cut the crap out of it. Um, yeah. and there's a lot of great uses for, um, for those, for cutting yeah, mats. Yeah, and Joanne Fabrics has a large format. Mm -hmm cutting mat that is in a roll that is sometimes on sale and they also have those coupons those 50 percent off ones oh yeah um and they're they're pretty affordable like the cutting mats so it's definitely worth getting one um death Bride has a question about maker spaces especially as someone who's just getting started um if there's a maker space near you go make friends with them there's usually um uh, like a fee, like a monthly fee, so that you can use all the material or the, uh, the equipment. But you don't need to have all the tools mm -hmm. if there's a space or if you have friends that have tools that will let you borrow them or work in their space. That's a really good point. So then yeah. you don't have to go out and buy, like, you know, when you, if you're like, I, I really want to use a bandsaw. If you have a uh, bandsaw in your makerspace, right. that'd be really cool. Um, we have a couple in Seattle. There's the metrics create space i think it's called and then the soto maker space um and they all have like cnc machines and uh laser cutters and uh, the the soto work uh, space was building a whole wood shop with you know all the woodworking tools you could use or ever want uh and which which are also really good for plastic and foam yeah so um yeah, definitely look, and, and if there isn't a makerspace, then you could be the person in your community that kind of gets the ball rolling on that. It doesn't mean that you have to start a makerspace, but you could be the kind of person that gets your city or town to 
to invest in something like that for the community. Right. It'd be really great. Oh, I have a good one. Yeah. Um, so this is more common in uh, over in Europe in conventions, but uh, some in the U.S. have started doing this. They're doing more workshops during yeah. conventions. So, like, uh, you'll go to a convention in Europe, and there will be a class on how to make foam bracers. Uh, they, they use Warbler a lot there, too. So if you're curious about learning about thermoplastics, uh, you can take a class there at the convention and learn how to use the, the tools and materials from, you know, uh, experts who are running the class, which is really cool because then you can just play around with stuff and see if you like it, see if it's a material material you want to use. Like, you were at, um, in New York City, the Complete Sculptor, the little tiny uh, convention called Construct, mm -hmm. and they were running classes there for, like, molding and casting, and I don't know if they did any foam work this year, but uh, they'll do demonstrations as well. So it's worth looking at the programming of your local conventions and seeing if there are any actual classes. Actually, they do them at Dragon Con. I mean, they do everything at Dragon Con. Yeah. But so I remember someone was telling us that they took an airbrushing class. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and any anytime you can do something like that and get hands-on instruction from another person side-by-side -side with you is going to be even the best YouTube video pales in comparison to getting that kind of experience. Yeah, yeah I think... Um, uh, Joanne Fabrics has been pushing their classes as well. Uh, I think it's all sewing right now. I kind of want to take one to actually learn how to sew correctly. Because uh, I, know, I know some of the basics, but the rest I just make up. Uh, and it just turns out okay. Like, I'll get to, like, an arm sleeve. And they just kind of be like, well, it looks like that now. <laughs> and not sew it right. Um, someone in the chat, let me see here. Um... Uh, Tasmanian nerds pointing out the prop charts are a great resource too. Oh, yes, yeah. so if you're looking to get started, you so it's um I'll just copy the link here, but look up the prop charts on uh, Facebook. Join the group. Um, you can post questions there and uh, get answers. Mm -hmm. So here here we go. For example, this uh, ben Benjamin here. How do you keep rum buff tubes from kinking and leaking? I would like to know that answer too. Yeah, and then uh, people are chatting about it. So, um, yeah, head on over there, join the prop tarts, um, take advantage of the great resource we have in our wonderful community. Yeah, it's uh, that's a really good place to go for if you have a costume and you have a picture of it that you want to make. You can post the costume there and be like. Not sure how to get started. Here are the ideas I have so far. What do you guys think? And uh, people will chime in with their experience. It's just super helpful. Yeah. Thanks, Tasmanian Nerd, for pointing that out. Uh, let's see here. Kung Fu uh, Kilbasa. That's a great name. Ever consider hosting meetups at your new shop? Probably not. Um, it's uh, at this point right now, we're just trying to focus on making it a space that's perfect for us to mm -hmm. be able to build stuff and produce videos ambitious we're getting with it at this moment we do have some big plans for it uh, we would love to do some meetups locally though um, yeah, whether that's at another makerspace or right. even just a social event like a meet and sh uh, prop and costume show and tell be yeah. really fun yeah there's a, a reynolds advanced materials in seattle now and they do classes there so maybe they would do meetups there too we'll have to talk to them about yeah. it That'd be cool because someone could just go, they have a bunch of fun stuff on display. The, um, a lot of local makers have been contributing items. So I know some of Eric's stuff is there. Yeah. Um, I think uh, Annabelle has her porg, roasted porg there. <laughs> oh, by the way, there is, I, 
I, I'm, I've been following a lot of uh, costume builds leading up to DragonCon. Apparently, there's going to be a group at Dragon called called Porg Wars. <laughs> and they're all, they're all going to be Star Wars characters, but they're going to be Porgs. So, that'll be interesting. Uh, anyway. Um, Kung Fu Kilbasa wants to meet local makers and is moving to Seattle next month. That's fantastic. Perhaps we can get some sort of regular things started. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be really yeah. cool. Um, let's see here. Uh, why don't we dive into more of what we have written down here. Oh, and I also want to point out, just in case anyone's joining us live in the chat, if you want to get a primer on starting prop and costume making, if you go to punishprops.com and click on new to making, we've got a page for you all set up, or punishprops.com slash new dash maker um, has a bunch of great stuff that'll help you get off the ground as quickly as possible. Yeah. The, the, the free ebook on there is Bill's uh, first book that he wrote called A Beginner's Guide to Making Mind-Blowing Props. Yeah. And that goes over um, some of the beginner tools and materials, but also the beginner techniques. Mm -hmm. um, and not just working with foam. He goes over, uh, I think, some styrene stuff, because uh, I think there's pictures in that build from your keening, and goes over, I think, a little bit of Bondo. Uh, maybe lots of, yeah. yeah, lots of just, just a sprinkling a uh, of yeah. a bunch of different techniques. Just makes it like it makes you aware of what the things are and what they're called. Because I mean, we were running into this problem. Uh, was it this morning we were trying to look up something about LEDs and mm -hmm. we just don't know what they're called? Yeah. And so it's like, how do you search for something when you don't know what it is? This is a, a really good tip. Uh, Adam Savage shared in, in a recent video. Um, once you find out whatever the technique, the material, or tool, whatever you, when you find out what it's called, it's like, it's like defeating Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> Once you know the name of the thing, you can search for it. So sometimes the best question you can ask is, here's a photo of a thing, what is this called? Once you know what it's called, head to Google, start searching for it, uh, and, and you'll be super surprised to find out how quickly that uh, like, gets you off the ground. What were we just, weren't we just looking something up other than the LEDs? I don't remember. I don't remember. I search for a lot of things. I, right. go I Google a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, but to dive a little bit deeper into the LED thing, um, I want to have a little LED strip with like three or four or five LEDs where the light chases back and forth like Kit from Knight Rider, like only tiny. a tiny version. Um, I don't know what that's called exactly. So once I find out what that's called, I can go search for that. And then search for tutorials, how to do X. And then I can get that all rolling. Um, let's see. There was a good one up here. What resources do you use when figuring out how to make a new project? A great place to start is the Replica Prop Forum, uh, the RPF.com. You can just go see if anyone else has made that thing or something similar to it. Yeah. So you may want to get your best, your favorite set of like fantasy armor from Dragon Age um, someone may not have built that exact thing, but other armor, other, like, plate armor, the techniques are the same. It's just a slightly different form, shape, or design. Yeah, I tend to um, go on Google and uh, do the image search and search for the character name and cosplay at the end of it and just see what other people have tried, especially costumes like Ghost Rider, who's uh, a skull head that's supposed to be on fire. I can look up Ghost Rider cosplay and see how other people are trying to do the fire effects. And there's all different ways to do it. So you can like look at all the pictures, see which ones you kind of like, and maybe their images have like a little bit of description. You know, if it's originally linked on a Facebook cosplay page or on the RPF, mm -hmm. uh, if you can track down the source and 
and actually ask him about it. Mm-hmm. Usually cosplayers are very willing to talk about how they made their thing because they spend a lot of time on it and are very proud of it. Um, I want to take a quick moment to jump back to our website and just show off a couple of features I think people may not be aware of. Um, up at the top here, you can buy stuff uh, in our shop. If you go to... Where is it? Where's Bill's Tools? Tools and Materials. If you go to Tools and Materials, there's a link for Bill's Tools. These are all the tools I use, including all of our 3D printers, all of our video equipment, all of our paints, tons and tons and tons of stuff. These are all Amazon affiliate links, too, so uh, we get a cut of every sale, which is helpful for us. Um, but if you're ever curious about the types of tools that we use, uh, and we give a lot of options. There's a 9-inch bandsaw and a 14-inch bandsaw. A lot of options in there at some different price ranges. All stuff that we've used, all stuff that we like. Uh, but also, if you just look, you can see we've got different techniques. So there's a whole section on molding and casting. There's a whole section on painting. Um, all of our videos get organized into these categories so that they're easy for people to find if they have specific projects they want to try, um, different tools and materials they want to try, uh, or specific techniques. Um, so again, punishpops.com has all that for you. There's old, also the little search thing too. Yeah, and you so, can just search yeah. for old projects and videos and stuff that we worked on. Um, let's see here. Uh, there was a question. Schizo Mayhem has a question. Do you have suggestions on how to make a mannequin by yourself? If you're gonna, we just did a, a duct tape tummy video with Evan and Caitlin. It was awesome having a lot of people to work on it. Um, I recommend. Uh, you could just buy a mannequin, but I recommend finding other local people who are interested in, in costume making and have a, a duct tape dummy party. Get like three or four people together. That's a good idea. Yeah. I know you said how to do it by yourself, but I think you're you're kind of missing out on one of the things that makes cosplay so great mm -hmm. is the other people involved, the community, reaching out to other local people, helping one another to make uh, something like a duct tape dummy is really fun and everyone gets something super useful yeah i think will from billy the brick cosplay last year did a life casting head yeah. party and they all got Sounds some like heads good time there. to me yeah. yeah they um uh one of the prop tarts has been making a foam mannequin and i think he's been patterning it one piece at a time yep. so if you head over to the uh um head over to the prop tarts facebook page i believe you can search there there's like one of the, the views on there, I'm not sure if it's available on the web version, there's a search. Yeah, search this group. Yep. So over on the left side. Here, I'll, uh, I'll show that up. Yeah. Excuse me. So we're on Facebook here. We got the, the prop chart page open. There's a search. Try searching for mannequin. See what we got. Whoop. 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 There it is. There it First is. One. There we go. What, what just happened? There it is. Yeah, Look at Dan that. Danny's been working on this. And uh, so I think if you do it, um, do pattern it one small piece at a time, you could do it your, uh, on your own because you're not going to wrap your entire torso in duct tape. You just maybe do like a shoulder and then mirror it to the other side. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he's, he's been working on that, which is really rad. Yeah, it is possible. Um, you can also go and buy a mannequin. Um, look on Craigslist. If a department store is going out of business, they'll be getting rid of lots of mannequins uh, for super cheap. So just keep, keep an eye out for that, or just go buy one. <laughs> we bought the Jazzo one we found at uh, Walmart. It was like 60 bucks. Yeah, with a creep, like the creepy, creepy head. boy face yeah. on it. But I, it worked. I have regrets about buying that specific <laughs> one. 
<laughs> they're pretty cheap on Amazon too. Oh but, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like Craigslist uh, um, businesses will just be like, I have twenty mannequins and they're twenty bucks each. Yep, yep. They'll just start getting yeah. rid of them. A lot of them are vintage though. You don't want the nice old vintage ones. Those are really expensive. Yeah, for some reason, I think people collect them mm-hmm. for some reason. Uh, not that I want to crap on anyone else's hobby, because ours is pretty weird, too. <laughs> we got a question. Hollow Ghost says, what's the best way to figure out how to plan in ways to break down large proxy costs before building them? Um, That's actually uh, a really good good question. It is, yeah. When it comes to figuring out how a big costume or proxy is going to fit in your luggage for travel, you do have to start making some compromises on the design of the prop. Usually... That means putting seams where they don't exist in the original part so that it can come apart there. Um, I'm going to tell you right now, 99% of the time, no one else is going to notice that you did that. Um, and uh, you can get creative with it. Yeah, for uh, for weapons, uh, you get the luggage first. <laughs> and then you plan how your weapon is going to fit in the luggage. It's really the, the best way to handle that. So, uh, so you know how many segments it has to break down into. And... If it's a blade that's supposed to look really clean, it gets really tricky. Like yeah. uh, Cloud's Buster Sword is like supposed to have this beautiful, you know, flat blade with no seams in it. But like you, you have to figure out how to make a compromise on it, how to make it fit in your luggage if you're going to be flying with it. If you're driving, it just has to fit in your car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you got, you got to think of how you're going to be traveling with it. Um, Schizo Mayhem is add, uh, adding to his question. He wanted to try and make a mannequin by himself. Uh, and we recommended that he make some friends in the community. Um, he says he's in England, and there isn't much of that here. Now, it depends on where in England you are, but I went to London Super Comic Con, and I saw thousands of cosplayers, so maybe the best thing to do would be to go to an event like that and meet everyone. You don't have to have a costume to be interested in cosplay. Just go make friends. Go hang out with everyone. Share your enthusiasm for the video game or movie or anime that everyone's into that they're making costumes of make friends see where they're meeting up to do things like having a torso making party it would be i mean like uh, and being over in europe there might be some stuff at the convention to do that like that would be cool if there's a workshop to make a duct tape yes uh, mannequin like just have a whole bunch of that'd be oh that'd be so great yeah. i still need one i need a, i want a full body one that'd be so handy yes uh i would actually make a really good video Let's see, uh, Fisher Builds is curious. Oh, look, actually, the King of Pixels says, I have the same problem in the UK, too. You guys can be friends! You can meet up! Duct tape buddy friends! Duct tape buddy friends! That's amazing. Uh, Fisher Builds says, on top of breaking down for travel, how do you plan, budget, schedule a large build? Uh, Is there a process you follow? For really big, complicated builds that have a deadline, like they need to be done by Comic-Con, we'll make... A plan out in the calendar will make milestones. So, like, at the end of every week leading up to it, we have to be here. Otherwise, we'll be behind by the next week and so on and so on. So that if we're lagging behind after the first milestone, then we can put in an extra day or two of work the next week to get caught up so that we're not trying to do that at the end of the build. I think there's an app called Cosplay Planner uh, for your phone. But uh, so we usually just print out calendars. And uh, just, yeah, lay everything out. And uh, starting with the structure is usually the best place to start because if it can't stay on you, then uh, for a bigger, like if you're doing a larger-than-life costume, you know, the stilts, the, if you're going to have some kind of crazy backpack thing, like getting all of that working. 
Oh, is someone linking your cool electronic thing? Someone found a night uh, Rider. Rider thing. Hold on. Oh so, my gosh. Instructables is another good place to go look for stuff. Um, this was from uh, Half Halstaff in the chat, and it is a Knight Rider LED flasher. It's so cute. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I might use that to make my thing. We'll see if I have enough time to do it in the next couple days. Uh, maybe not. There's like a certain important stuff. But anyway, the, the information's out there. Um, so ask. Ask around. Um, that's pretty great. That's awesome. I'm probably going to... So, I, I already have like LEDs and some small Arduinos, so mm -hmm. I'm, I'm probably just going to use those and have my brother code it because he knows how to do that stuff. <laughs> It'll be a family bonding experience. Here, Rob, code this. Um, fantastic. Uh, let's yeah, pack the yeah. Instructables is a great resource too. Those those will so, show up if you Google search. You'll tend to end up on the Instructables page. Mm -hmm. They do a uh, um, uh, uh, prize winning giveaway things for people who like submit projects for a certain category. They'll have like some sponsored company like giving away a laser cutter or a 3D printer, and they'll pick someone who submitted a Instructables to. Uh, win that category so it's a really good incentive for people to submit stuff to instructables so there's a lot of really good posts here i know steve's done some posts on there mm -hmm. sks props a lot of good information absolutely uh once again uh if you're in the chat you have a question for us tag at punished props uh with your question and we'll see it and we'll read it and then we'll try very hard to answer it uh, why don't we take a moment to point out a couple of really good resources for prop and costume making um, specifically, let's go with people who have YouTube channels for prop and costume making. Okay. So, actually, I'll we, we, we follow a lot of them. We do. <laughs> um, let's start with Kamui Cosplay. Our friends Svetlana and Benny, because they are just the best. Uh, especially if you're getting into Warbla, but they're, they've been doing a lot of foam stuff. They have been too. doing a lot of foam stuff, sure haven't have. they? Foam is so cool. Yeah. So, Kamui Cosplay. Let's do this. And they have corgis. And they have corgis. It makes everything better. Oh, my, uh, my thing is a little... Let me do this. Nope. Our, uh, Sorry, I have to resize it. Our laptop sounds very angry. It, it's pretty... It's so pretty hopefully exciting. the stream doesn't cut out. There we go. So anyway, um, yeah. They've got a ton of really great stuff. Really awesome videos. Uh, for prop and costume making. Mm-hmm. Like the top 10 most useful cosplay tools. That yeah. sounds like a great video. That does sound like a great video. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about Evil Ted Smith? I hear he's done videos before. Actually, I gotta I gotta bring up a post on Instagram that he posted. Yeah. That's you amazing. work on that. I'll load this up. Okay. Um, Evil Ted, those of you guys don't know, is an effects industry veteran of like 25 years. Uh, a foam wizard. And a genuine, all-around great guy with tons of great information and videos. Uh, so Evil Ted Smith is a fantastic resource over on YouTube. So uh, Sharon Rose Cosplay was a challenge to dress up as uh, her favorite maker. I'm not sure how the challenge go went, but... <laughs> so if you go to Evil Ted's uh, uh, Instagram account, you'll see he posted that. I mean, it is... Spot on. So good. I love it so much. Anyway. Anyway, um, what's another good 
We you got we cosplay. got lightning cosplay. Oh, lightning cosplay! Uh, lightning cosplay has been doing some prosthetic tutorials, which we have been lacking in the uh, in the tutorial department for cosplay. So I'm really happy they're doing that because I have something I want to try and I don't know what I'm doing. So I'm just gonna follow what she does. There you go, lightning cosplay. Um, more uh, more wonderful Germans doing mm -hmm. some really cool stuff. Yeah, man, they're they're at Gamescom right now, being awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, what's another one? I gotta, I gotta make sure to write all this down for the show notes. Uh, who to follow? Uh, uh, was it Chris Cosplay? That, am I saying that right? What's cosplay that? Chris. Cosplay Chris. I was like, why doesn't it sound right? I'm saying it backwards. Yeah, Cosplay Chris. He does a lot of, um, uh, uh, buys a, a toy or a kit and modifies it and repaints it and then makes it look incredible. So he'll get like, you know, the, the Star-Lord blaster and then repaint it. Uh, and it's it's really cool to see how he uses just very few tools and materials to finish something. And that's actually another great way to get started that we mentioned on our new to making channel is yeah. to get a Nerf gun or like uh, like the ones that look like the Star Wars guns and stuff and just repaint them yep. or modify them a little bit. He is right now working on what he calls Mr. Whippy. Um, <laughs> Whiplash. Whiplash from the two, uh, Iron Man 2. Yeah. And uh, if you want to watch him almost throw up getting a prosthetic impression done of his teeth, then watch his last video, <laughs> which is a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's grab a couple more questions that are coming in from the prop tarts. What's a dream project you haven't done yet and are, com and are comfortable enough with sharing? Um, I've talked before about wanting to build Corbin Dallas's apartment on a trailer. I just needed space for it. And guess what? Got a lot of space now. That doesn't mean I'm starting it yet. Uh, there's, <laughs> I have to spend a lot more money on a lot more other things to build out the shop space, but maybe in a year or two, once that's uh, nice and solid, I can start at my, my Carbondale apartment. Do you have any dream costumes or props you want to build? Um, nothing that I'm super passionate about. I do re regret back when I played World of Warcraft that it was before I got into cosplay. So I never did like a full World of Warcraft costume, and I loved my Night Elf Druid, and the uh, was it the the Tier Zero set, the Wild Heart set, um, the Dungeon One set. Uh, I think doing a Night Elf Druid in that armor set and like like modifying it a little bit so it looks cooler. I think that would be like my favorite costume mm -hmm. to to do, yeah. just because it's like it's like I'm very emotionally attached to that character. But it's like, I don't have any plans to do that anytime soon. Um, another great channel you should check out is our buddy Andrew GFT um, out of New Zealand. He works a lot with insulation foam, which is super, super duper cheap. Uh, you use very few materials and tools. Yeah, it's pretty fast, too, if you're doing, like, a hard edge space gun stuff. Yeah. Uh, Darth Marcus in the chat wants to know how my Luke's Land Speeder was coming. I haven't touched that thing yet. I I bought it because um, it was uh, on sale. It was on sale. Uh, Toys R Us was going out of business, so I bought it on a whim. It's just sitting there. I'm probably not going to do anything with that for a while. But uh, oh, yeah. uh, so uh, can you face still point out Grace? Yeah, yeah zombie. zombie. We were going alphabetical, so I'm not a cosplay Chris, but we'll jump ahead <laughs> to zombie. That's that's true. Uh, uh, we can just go through our subscription list. <laughs> yeah, we do have a lot. Uh, Grace is awesome. She's working on a uh, costume from Death Stranding right now. And let's see, she did the jumpsuit. She did the, the blaster, the gun, the rifle thingy. Yeah, her uh, um, 
Crusader armor, she did a lot of foam skinning where, where she put a thinner foam and skinned it over the top of her forms of the thicker foam to give it that kind of organic look. It was really clever. Mm -hmm. It's it awesome build. And so a lot of her videos, like on this um, Death Stranding build, she has one that's a cosplay shopping screen. She talks about the process of going out to buy materials for it, which mm -hmm. I think is really important. Mm -hmm. Um, who else are we, are we missing anyone? No, we didn't forget zombie. We got it. All right, well, we can start going down the list then. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Who else is doing some really crazy cool stuff? Uh, boy, we follow a lot of people on, uh, Yeah, there's a lot YouTube. of really cool makers out you there. You should follow, you should go watch Click Springs videos. He doesn't do proper costume <laughs> making, but his videos are amazing. <laughs> Let's see yeah. here. And I know we're going to be missing some. Uh, we will, but... Yeah, Egg Sisters have started doing videos. Mm -hmm. um, they've been doing uh, prosthetic videos as well. They're working on a troll costume. They have a video on how to make a troll foot. Go to Egg Sisters Cosplay. Um, actually, Friggin' Boom Toys. Oh, he is so much some really, fun. really fun stuff. If you're looking for uh, no-budget costumes, because mm -hmm. he loves like digging through the garbage and getting cardboard and chunks of wood. Yep. And just being ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, he made a really fantastic a wasteland Pokemon. Yeah. Um, tons and tons more people. We'll maybe dive into this list a little bit more in a bit. Let's see if we have more questions. No, no. Um, we're gonna do maybe ten more minutes of the episode here. So if you have any more questions to jump in about getting started with prop and costume making, throw them in the chat. Tag at Punish Props so we can see it. Um, let's let's just do let's. He hasn't done a video in a while, but we should all go watch uh, Hey Patch's videos yeah. and subscribe to him. Maybe if we get him over a thousand subscribers, Wait, he'll be. He just uploaded a video. He did. Weirdest pizza yeah. ever. I have to watch that. We'll go. We'll go watch that later. Um, but maybe if we all, if we get him over a thousand subscribers, maybe he'll be inspired to make more videos. His videos um, are great. Yeah, he's also just a wonderful human being. Um, Henchman Studios does some fun stuff, not really tutorial things, but, um, they're really fun to watch some crazy epic costumes being made. Yeah, same with, uh, Vulpin Props. Uh, they're, they're yeah. both, they're studios that do production, so they, if they do film it, it's more of a showcase. Right. But you can still kind of watch how the process is made. Yeah. They don't uh, have time for this tutorial, so. No, they don't. They're, they're busy. Turns out filming things takes, makes it last a really long time. Yeah. Let's see here. Um... Uh, what would be the best way to start making a helmet? Sponge Inside wants to know. Well, we have a uh, helmet pattern. And you have a video tutorial. And a video tutorial showing about it. But if you just want to get a pattern to make one out of foam, you can go buy that on our store, punishprops.com slash shop. Head on over there. Um, it's only a couple bucks, and it will get you started. Uh, yeah. And familiar with the materials and tools. And if you scroll down in the um, shop post, there should be a link to the video tutorial. Oh, wait, I, I have the page yeah. open. Yeah, right there you go. We go to shop uh, blueprints. And loading. There we go. We got a helmet. We got a shield dome. And this pattern and for a blaster. Yeah. Uh, we do have our free blueprint files as well. That's a really good thing to point out, Britt. If you I click actually, on the top there, there's a, a crap load of free blueprints and stuff. Yeah, my Monday video going up, this is uh, I, I do a shout out to our yeah. free, free blueprints. There's a lot on there. Like the, the Skyrim armor is on there. Um, the uh, Voltron helmet, I think, is on there. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, some some 
kind of like side views of some weapons and space guns and yep. stuff just to help you with the forms. All right, let's pile through a couple more questions. Uh, Fisher Build says, ever had any issues with weapon checks at conventions? I have not. No, I haven't personally. Yeah, we usually bring foam props, and that's generally yeah. totally cool. Yeah, I'm usually proud to show it off. Yeah. They go to pick it up, and they think it's going to be heavier than it is and almost like hit themselves in the face with it. It's, it's like, yeah, look, isn't it so light? I'm so proud of it. We were a little worried about Probius getting him into BlizzCon last year. But we like wheeled him up to the um, the weapons check, and they just looked at one of his fins and where the little wire were attached to the body. They just put a little peace bond thing on the fin, and we're just like, "Go on in." Mm. <laughs> this is a good one. Natesters says, um, "Is there a tool you realize now that you completely overlooked and would have made your life easier?" Um, I would have bought a bandsaw about five years earlier if I realized how much of an impact it would have on my workflow. Uh, as soon as you have the money and the space for a bandsaw, buy one. You can get them used on Craigslist. Actually, I'd say let's a, look on Craigslist yeah. right now. Mine would be a knife sharpener because uh, when we first started, we didn't we didn't use knife sharpeners, and my knife blade was dull all the time. <laughs> let's see. I mean, we live near Seattle, so there is a lot. There are a lot of tools available here. I get that, but let's see. Bandsaw. 125 bucks for this thing. This this right here. Hey, that looks like your bandsaw. 260 looks identical to Job of the Cut. We could get a Job of the Only newer cut. and cleaner. Oh, we could get them a twin. It looks exactly the um, same. And that's a pretty good price. You can get this one looks almost brand new. Um, you don't need a new bandsaw. Yeah, and you don't need a full standing one. You can get a little tabletop one. Yeah, or these handheld ones. Let's that, see. That's a nice thing about foam is like it's it's what the the What's the distance called between the, the, arm, the throat? The throat. You don't need a really long or throat choke. Or choke. Like that, or... <laughs> you don't need a, a, a huge one for no. foam since you can curl it. So, yeah. like, if you're trying to fit it in there, you can kind of like carefully fold it up on the like the left side and put it through the bandsaw. Yeah. Ten inch bandsaw, eighty five bucks. Um, and this one is definitely used, but it's everything you'll need to cut foam uh, or wood or metal or whatever. 85 bucks. That's yeah. kind of hard to beat. Yeah. I got Job of the Cup for $75. It's Thank the you uh, it's the continuous blade that goes around in a circle that's like kind of beats out the jigsaw in the clean cut department because uh, it just pulls the material away mm -hmm. instead of just shredding it. Doesn't it doesn't reciprocate. Yes. Thank you. Um, let's see. I thought I saw another one. Oh, uh, Holigo says, how do you decide where to put wires and switches and stuff for lighting and armor? It depends on the armor and the design. Some stuff the design uh, the, of the, the surface of it makes it easier to figure out where to hide stuff. Other things, it's a lot trickier. Mm -hmm. So that's that's really kind of a case-by-case -case thing. Yeah. Uh, and don't be afraid to try multiple configurations. Yeah, the, the, the Jazza artist armor has just about every kind on there. Uh, but you could approach that project very differently and instead run connector wires to everything and just have, like, one battery pack. So mm -hmm. you could have separate battery sources and separate switches or you can you know run the whole system together but it really does depend on the costume mm -hmm. uh natesters is curious if we've experimented with hot wire cutters um those have a very specific use for cutting things like styrofoam or um xps uh, yeah or um insulation foam for like packing materials oh, for making right. really nice looking packing uh, a bandsaw will also do the same thing, plus it cuts wood and metal and so on. Mm -hmm. So I have three bandsaws now, yeah. so I, there's not a lot of reason for us to buy 
or make a hot wire cutter because it, it won't cut EVA foam. It won't cut wood. So I, I just use the bandsaw yeah. or the scroll saw, which we have one of those too. Melting EVA foam is usually uh, really bad a, a bad idea. If you're using, if you're trying to like use soldering iron stuff on it, you want to make sure you're in a well-ventilated area using a respirator and that everyone else around you is not in the room. Pretty much working outside. Like I think last time we used a soldering iron was when you were doing woo thread and you did that outside. I did that outside. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I'm just looking. I can't believe how many bandsaws are available. This 450 for this jet. This has turned into Bill looking at buying new. Can we look at? Can we look at heat guns? No, I want to buy a new. Well, heat but gun. we'll get a fancy new yeah. heat gun. We'll we're gonna spend the money. Let's get two of them and uh, have one that that only I use. Yeah, this looks really <laughs> great. Anyway. <laughs> We'll call it Brits. Brits you know what I do need though is I want to get another a second smaller um, uh, drill press. Of course, I was I've been thinking about getting new drill presses, and then uh, I just came back from filming with Tested, and I was hanging out with Adam Savage in his shop, and he just got a really tiny, super precise drill press. Oh, for like machining. Yeah, oh. and now I need one. Oh, great! All right, but, now, now we're looking at. This. But as an example, look what's available for drill presses. Look at this one. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, that's amazing. It's a hand crank one. We should uh like like do foam smithing in an old like uh shop like that, like an old farm shop with all rusty tools. Yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> Good question from Sponge Inside. What kind of respirator filter would be best for foam fumes? You want organic vapor relief. So a uh, 6001 respirator filter. Um that's 6001, if you look that up on Amazon or wherever. That will actually have active charcoal in it to neutralize harmful vapor that's coming in through there. The, uh, a lot of them come with just the generic um, filters that are really just like dust relief. Mm -hmm. uh, you want ones that will actually actively stop things from trying to kill you. Yeah, the uh, safety section on our website might have that listed. If it's up to date. Mm -hmm. I, I haven't updated those pages in a while. Look at how many drill presses yes. there are, Britt. All right. All right. Oh Let's, are, are you good now? <laughs> Not yet. What is that? Electromagnetic drill press. I think that's the one that they use to break into safes. <laughs> and I need it. <laughs> so, we're, so we're pivoting our business, and now we're going to be... Uh, uh, we have enough costumes to pull up heists, I think. Yeah. They'll never suspect the droggers. <laughs> I really want that hand-cranked drill press. <laughs> yeah, you'll like it for the first five seconds, and then, um, then you'll be tired of all it. All right, yes, I think so. Let's wrap this up with just a quick reminder of a couple things. One, if you go to punishprops.com and click on New to Making Start Here, that's going to be probably your best place to get started with tons and tons of free material, uh, videos, uh, free books and stuff. Um, also on punishprops.com, if you look up our tools, Bill's tools, that'll give you a list of everything we have to get started uh, for tools. And then if you go to the free blueprint files up at the top, you'll see a bunch of free patterns that should help you get rolling right off the bat. And of course, if you have questions about your build, the Prop Tart group on Facebook is, in my slightly biased opinion, the best place to go to get uh, help from a wonderful group of people. Mm -hmm. So all of that, all of those resources will get you rolling uh, 
very quickly, you'll be surprised at how fast you're you're suddenly into this making your own costumes and props. Yeah, and just take it one little piece at a time. Start with something fun. Start with something you're passionate about. Uh, if it if your costume has a prop, start with the prop. So you know, if you decide you don't want to finish it, at least you have a cool prop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Now you're out of excuses. Go get started. <laughs> Kishore is in the chat. He says, if you're going to pull a heist, go as the Beagle Boys. Good news. We already have Beagle Boys costumes. <laughs> I think I might have thrown mine out. Oh. oh. And we could probably remake them in, in short order. Um, all right. I think we've uh, pretty much covered it all. Hopefully you guys uh, got your questions answered. And hopefully we helped some of you get rolling or at least gave you the confidence to get started. Trust me. Once you get over that hump, start cut material, gluing it, failing, trying again, failing again, and eventually succeeding, um, you'll be hooked. Absolutely hooked. Just like we have been, and it will change your life for the better. I promise. Um, that's everything we have for you. We will be at Dragon Con. Um, we're going to live stream from the shop before then, and then we're flying to Dragon Con the next day. If you're there, we've got a meetup. Is there an event for that yet? Uh, I think there's an event on our uh, Facebook page. Facebook page. Let's bring that up real quick. Before my laptop explodes, it's yelling at me right now. You have too many things open. <laughs> I do. I have to keep that drill press search page open on Craigslist so that I can come back to it later when I'm by myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, events over here. There we go. So if you're going to be a Dragon Con, come to the meetup. Uh, let's see. There it is. Dragon Con meetup. Friday. At 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., 10th floor, Marriott. All the details are over there. I'll share the event link in uh, the chat. You guys can follow along. Uh, we're going to have some stickers. Yeah. We're going to have exclusive DragonCon 2018. If we don't forget them. Stickers. Well, we don't forget them. <laughs> I forget so many things when I go to DragonCon. We'll see. Yeah. As long as we're there, as long as we make it. Yeah, but we got them printed. Extra. We have them. Yes. We will bring them and we will give them out. They're really cool. Page. Our uh, assistant designed them, and they are fantastic. They're super cute looking. Yeah. All right. That's everything for you guys today. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. You guys are awesome. I can't wait to see uh, what you make next. Please share them with us on Twitter. Um, yeah. We're going to go take the rest of the day off because we've been working a lot. I'm going to go um, finish my breakfast burrito and play more Sea of Thieves. Good plan. <laughs> uh, it's a it's a trap just dropped in to to it's be to be Santa Claus again. <laughs> the sub sub Santa Claus. That's a great way to end it. All right, thanks everyone, and we'll catch you on the next one. <laughs>